Hi, you are welcome to another episode of Conversations with Nanny. I hope we're fine. I hope we're good. I hope we're still holding on. Well, today we will be navigating through the topic of suicidal thoughts. I chose this topic because it personally resonates within me. And I feel like it's really important that we have a conversation about it. Like this podcast is about learning to have a difficult conversation. Despite how hard it might seem, but it's best that we just lay it out there. Because suicidal thoughts are real. And suicide is as real as it can get. This podcast goes out to you. Dealing with suicidal thoughts. Dealing with someone that's currently dealing with it. Knowing someone that has overcome it. Knowing someone that's trying to overcome it. Knowing someone that has even attempted suicide. This goes out to all of us. I just want you to know that you are not alone with regards to how you feel. Though it's hard to admit, a lot of us have had suicidal thoughts at some point in our lives. And every reason as to why we have those thoughts is valid. So there's no situation too small or too big to not have suicidal thoughts over because everyone interprets pain differently. Don't hate yourself for having those thoughts. Feeling suicidal is not a character flaw. It doesn't mean you're crazy. It only means you have more pain than you can cope with. And the good news is you can overcome it. You can overcome pain despite how intense it seems. It will pass. With all the time and support, if you give people the chance to actually help, you can get better. That's what I'm here to tell you. There are so many situations that make us believe that suicide is the only option. It gets to that point, let's be real. It gets up to here when it comes to pain for us, for some of us. And the best way to just deal with it is just ending every day. But it doesn't actually end every day. Pain makes you believe that dying is the only way. I've been there, I'm still struggling with it, but there's always a way. There's always an answer to our problems. It can be found anywhere. It can be found from the most unexpected people, even in the most unexpected places. Sounds very cliche, but it's the truth. It's just about giving yourself or your heart a chance to see solutions in everything and to see that life is worth living. I want you to know that suicidal thoughts don't always last. Solutions can be found, like I said earlier, feelings change, unexpected positive things happen. Open your mind to the possibilities of growth, despite how long it takes. I know it may be really hard to conceive, but things will get better. And give yourself the chance to be loved and to love. Because suicide or having suicidal thoughts blocks your mind to the possibility of being loved by people. But then you're loved. You are loved by people that you haven't even met. Give yourself the chance to get to that point of meeting those people.
grateful because you deserve to be loved. In this podcast, you listen to someone's story. You listen to his experiences regarding suicidal thoughts. You get his backstory and I really just want us to listen. If you're dealing with anyone that's dealing with suicidal thoughts currently, I just want us or want you to take the chance to listen to them. That's like the most important thing that you can do for anyone dealing with suicidal thoughts. You listen to them. Listen to all their plans for the suicide as bizarre as it sounds it's important it's important that you just stay and just lay it open because the honest truth is that the more we run away from the reality of suicide and the fact that it actually exists the more people end up dying in silence open your heart to listening to people dealing with it you may not know the solution to their problems but you provided a listening ear and that's like one step to getting better just laying out everything suicide can result from a number of factors can result from a mental health condition it can result from an emotional condition it always occurs as a result of pain like i said earlier but you can always get better always no matter how long it takes no matter how hard it seems you will so let's sit back and listen to his story yeah well um where do I start from? Okay, well, let's give you some events. I was born into a situation where I basically didn't um, stay with, with my family. So it was more or less like broken home. My mom was in Nigeria, my dad was in Ghana, and I was moved around a lot. So I came to Ghana to live with my dad and um, there was another woman who was my stepmom, and that woman put me through hell. The maltreatment, going days without food. I was beaten a lot, and now with just um, like normally how you spank a child, but with with um, items in the home, being hit on the head with a pistol, it was it was it was crazy. I had to sell, um, go from house to house to sweep, clean, weed around, just to make ends meet. There were days I even had to sleep outside, just because I went out to probably watch football or I didn't come home early. You understand? And this went on for time and time again, and each time I told my dad, it was like he just did nothing about it, he paid no attention. It just felt as if everyone had neglected me. And it just felt like I kept ranting and ranting about the same old issue to everybody. So at a point, I just felt like, why do I keep telling the same story? Because it's as if no one is listening. The more treatment was terrible. There were days that when I I, I took my shirt off, I, I felt terrible because I could count my ribs. You could just see my rib cage visible from my skin. I was so malnourished. 
I barely had anything to eat, to wear. I wore the same clothes for God knows how long. My slippers were torn. There were days I just had to walk in the street with my bare feet. And in all that, it was as if no one was paying attention. Anyone who saw me just said, look at a kid with potential and yet see where he is. I couldn't get hold of my mom. My mom didn't care. No one cared. It just felt like I was wandering alone in, in the world. I was invisible to everybody. No one could hear my pain. No one could hear what I feel. Not even feeling what I feel, at least. I just need an ear. So one evening, I just woke up and I felt like, why not end it? It was something I just played around in my head time and time again. and. Each time something bad happened, I just tried and tried and tried not to think about it. But then it was getting inevitable. It it was more or less emotional and also physical abuse that got me to that point. It wasn't spontaneous. It didn't just happen that I woke up one day and wanted to end it. I started having those thoughts, um, event after event, when one thing happened. It just came to me gradually. But then what actually topped it all was one time I fell sick. I had um, malaria and I couldn't even stay on my feet. And I get home and this woman is like, hell no, I'm not going to any hospital. I should just go and lie down. I was lying down, shaking. Even though the weather was very hot, I had a bunch of clothes and blankets all around me and I still felt cold vomiting everywhere and this woman just gave me two big buckets that I should fill a drum with water without eating nothing I just carried the buckets and went to fetch the water so after a couple of steps carrying my bucket I fell the water poured all over my body and I was already cold it was terrible I, I could barely get back to my feet so I had to be carried home alongside the water. And that night, it was a Friday. Everyone just left the house. So with the little money I had on me, I actually decided that that was the evening. Let me just end it and be done with it once and for all. I hadn't told anyone about my plan yet, but it was something I just wanted to do so that the pain and then the anguish of thinking, wondering whether I had anyone else in this world would just stop. So going through that stress, I left the house and then I bought uh, rat poison. I bought this rat poison quite, quite cheap actually. Came home, yeah, I, I was a bit naive, thinking probably I'll be forgiven if I died because of what or what I was going through. So I just mixed the rat poison with water and it was, it smelled terribly, ter- very, very terrible. But then I, I, I drank it. And with, when the pain started, it was hell. And that evening, everyone else had gone out. They went for an all night, leaving me at home because I was ill. So I, um, after a while, I managed to fall asleep. I just drank lots of water when the pain was too much. Managed to fall asleep and somehow, by morning, I was still awake. 
I somehow didn't die. Yeah, I did. I did make it. So in the morning, I actually I had this funny thought that probably the rat poison was expired, and I went back to look for where I had thrown um, the paper away because I I wanted to dispose of any trace um, as to what what I did to myself. So even after mixing the rat poison, I still managed to go very far and then throw the paper away. So while walking towards where I threw the paper away, I saw this um, new poster that had been posted the previous night. Um, the next door house. We we lived in a slum, so people posted anything anyway. And the oldest inscription on the poster: "No condition is permanent." So that just stayed with me. It kept ringing in my head, and when I got home, I felt like. No, I, I have been given a second chance. I had no side effects, no pain whatsoever. I just survived something that probably some kids would not survive. And I was, I was just 11. I'm 12 years old back then when this happened. So um, I, I didn't talk to anyone about it for about six months to a year. And finally, I opened up to a friend. So from from there, I got in touch with an elderly person who was um, at the school where I was, I attended. And she talked to me, calmed me down, supported me. And there were days that she just sat down to listen to all my problems. Not that she could do anything to help, but then she just sat and then listened to my problems. And sometimes she made jokes about me going through with my plan and all that just to make it seem like yes it happened but then you're you're still here so it's something you can look back and say that no you wouldn't do it again and she made me understand that even in anything i'm going through there is still hope i shouldn't be in haste to end it all because if i do end it all and i'm telling everyone and I'm telling life that, well, it's not worth living and probably the enemy won. So, yeah, that's kept me going. And, yeah, I do believe that no condition is permanent. There were times that it, it did occur to me that probably I should do it again. But with consistent speaking to this lady, speaking to her time and time again, I think it really helped. It really helped. She made me open up and... I, I began to saw, to see a new perspective to life, yeah, invest in my education, spend my time where I belong, try as much as possible not to put myself in situations where I don't belong. So basically what I, 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 I did was I actually focused all my energy into bettering myself because as time went on, I had to leave home and then begin to fend for myself so that I don't have this pressure of trying to please anyone. And with time, I think it's been, it's, it's been better. I've not had that thought in a very, very long time. Hopefully, um, close to about 10 years now, I've not had those thoughts. So I would say, yeah, we are back on track. And knowing that no condition is permanent, yeah, I still have a reason to live. Because I know it's a gradual process, but I'll still get to the top. 
and for people out there who are going through similar situations or even worse well i'll still leave you with the same message no condition is permanent try as much as possible to get someone you can trust and talk speak about it speak about your issues even though you might feel that there is no one out there to listen i can assure you that here there is at least one person that would listen because if you don't share the problem nobody knows what is eating you up and opening up is actually very very healthy yeah some people will criticize you some will judge you for what you th- what they think you, you should have done or what what they think you've done wrong but then you know what you're going through so it's 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 actually good for us to share our story and sharing your story i know you will find the help that you need so keep hope alive and don't end it now I hope his story inspires you to live because you deserve a chance to become all that you've dreamt of. Loving yourself, loving people and allowing yourself to be loved. And I want to remind you that you are worthy of love with all your fears, with your anxiety, with depression, with OCD, with any mental health condition that you struggle with you are worthy give yourself a chance to actually be loved so i send all my love i send light to every one of us stay strong and stay safe please and uh yeah next episode only god knows when the next episode is going to be <laughs> But I hope this podcast really touches you and causes you to actually have honest conversations with people, people that are close to you and just be open about your struggles. That's just the most important thing. This podcast is about us having a very difficult conversations. Okay, let me just say difficult because I've not really gotten to the point of very difficult. <laughs> and I know it might not really settle well with us you're talking about suicide but it's important because it's real it's it's the reality of life it happens and i hope that we learn as well to not be so judgmental when we hear of people dying by suicide because like i said in the first part of this podcast no one can determine how someone should feel you can't determine anyone's extent of pain until you are literally them and because people feel pain differently they can be pushed to do things that they never actually wanted to sometimes people let me not speak for people but dealing with suicidal thoughts I've wanted to end everything, not necessarily because I wanted to, but it's because I wanted to kill the pain that I was feeling. So it gets really overwhelming, you know, and some people just feel like that's the best way to deal with everything. 
it doesn't mean it's the best solution it's it's never the best solution but then we have no rights whatsoever to judge someone trying to deal with situations that way what we can do is to be there for them to listen to them and to provide all the help that they need that's what we are meant to do as humans as family as friends and as people that give love to people we deserve to make sure every one of us feel loved and love back so thank you for listening to this podcast and i hope that you continue on this journey of podcasting with me sending you all my love bye